don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. China get a foothold in Hollywood to begin with. As with the other stories we've looked at, it comes back to money. In this case, it starts with pirates. Hollywood was the first industry that expressed loudly and rightly its concern over intellectual property theft in China. It quickly realized, though, it had little recourse dealing with an enormous country around the world that was pirating videos. After pirating videos and CDs, even after Hollywood moved to the DVD format, they realized that they were vulnerable to Chinese piracy. Hollywood's idea was to give the Chinese Communist Party a piece of the business. That would prevent them from pirating their intellectual property. What madman would steal from their own cut of a business? For Hollywood, it was all upside. The idea was looking at 1.4 billion Chinese consumers. They imagined them to be 1.4 billion potential Hollywood film goers. The Chinese had another idea, as they've been looking at the American elite for half a century now. 
They imagine different ways in which our elites might be able to serve their interests. Hollywood was an especially appealing opportunity as the Chinese understood, as most of the world understands, what a powerful propaganda machine Hollywood is. As American governments have often done during wartime, Hollywood still successfully, even if unintentionally, promotes the American way of life and American interest. The Chinese saw this opportunity as a way to turn this machinery around and use it to advance their own goal. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a wonderful documentary coming to you uh, by the way of the organization, The Daily Wire, and it is called The Enemy Within Hollywood. And that is a multi-part documentary. However, for the, for the rest of this week, today, all the way through Friday's show, I am going to play the parts that I think are the most relevant out of that documentary as it pertains to the CCP and how deep the Chinese are right now in our country and who's emboldened to them and who is compromised by them including all the way to the illegitimate top of the White House, Mr. Corn Pop himself, Joseph Biden. Folks, you are locked and loaded here on Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and I am broadcasting to you, as always, live from the uh, live-free-or-die granite state, of New Hampshire, and I am honored to do this job for you and blessed every single day. God bless you. I'd like to give a big shout out to our digital distribution partner, Real America's Voice News, and all of their TV partners, which include Android TV, Apple TV, Samsung TV, Dish Network, Pluto, Roku, Fire Stick, Select Channels, cable stations across the country, and of course, on the America's Voice News app. It is the fastest growing network for a reason, folks, and it's because we tell the truth and we can relate to the people in our country, which is something that the mainstream media has lost long, long ago. So I will be playing this as a four or five part series throughout the west the rest of the week on the on the evening show as the cold open so we can kind of shed a light not only on the corruption that our elected leaders are involved in in Ukraine and Russia, but also in China. And then, maybe then, people around the world will finally understand what we tried to warn them of in the 2020 presidential election. Amen? All right, folks, if you're watching on uh, social media, I'm going to ask that you please share the video out there. Get it out. Let these algorithms start kicking in and get the world's eyes and ears on this show while I read... Some emails that have come in here on Live from America. I want to read this one uh, from Christy. Christy says, thank you for sharing your testimony about being in prison in your past life. We just think you are wonderful. And as I told you the other day, I appreciate all you were doing. My husband went to the prison in southern Arizona once a week to teach the gospel for 18 years. He has such a soft spot for anybody who's been in prison. 
He just loves the people that are in there and says it is actually a very special, there's actually a very special spirit there at times. Well, of course there is. God is where despair is to pull people out. He has no doubt the Lord's spirit. Um, he has no doubts that the Lord's spirit is there because the guys were beaten down so badly and many just wanted to turn their lives around. Everyone has a story and people make mistakes. It happens. The Lord loves us anyways. Amen, Christy, and thank you very much for your email. Moving right along. We've got another email here from uh, Roberta who are, who's talking about uh, how nurses are being treated with this forced vaccination. She says, I've listened to your show for two years now. I'm a nurse at the VA in Kansas. We were just informed that our vaccine exemptions are going to be denied. Once the denial comes, we have two weeks to get our first dose. If we do not get vaccinated within that time frame, we will be terminated. There are many of us here that are unvaccinated and departments will have to shut down. This is a huge disservice to our veterans and staff. Amen. Is there anyone you can get this to? Uh, to the right people who can fight for us. I feel after the Supreme Court decision that come down not protecting federal health care workers that we were forgotten. I agree 100%. We care and we want our jobs. Um, so she left her number. We're going to see what we can do. And uh, there's not much I can do in the way of, of, of getting the right people with a loud voice on it, but maybe that's exactly what we need. And here, one more. Um, this is from Chris. Chris says, uh, not sure where to start. My name is Chris, married with three kids from West Virginia, recently diagnosed with PTSD, severe depression that has uh, caused chronic IBS. I see and hear how great of a man you are. Well, I appreciate that, but I will say let's give all glory to God by speaking the word of God and truth. I have been watching LFA for over a year now. You and the LFA family have been such an inspiration to me and made me a better man, a better father, a spokesman uh, to every free man and woman and a child of God. I recently left my job due to my new diagnosis along with other factors of how woke the company had become. And because of your inspiration, I recently applied to go back to school. I'm 32, not getting younger, and think now is the time to better myself and my family. I just wanted to reach out for prayers from you and the LFA family. Not having friends or family to talk to, I see myself leaning on you and your podcast to forget about all things. Your news has really opened my eyes and a lot of the evil that surrounds us. I'm preaching and my kids, I'm preaching take my kids every day what is the truth and what it's uh what it means to be a true american and a god-loving patriot so again god bless you well you know what thank you sir thank you and god bless you for having the courage to do what you're doing and for putting your putting god first and making sure that you're working for him by his will and not anybody else's to be a better man to be a better father none of us are perfect that's why we need jesus and praise god we have him we all make mistakes but having people to lean on like this life from america family is really that and spreading the gospel and the truth is the sole reason why we're all doing this so thank you we'll be praying for you and god bless let's go to the lord now as we read from jesus calling march 29th year of our lord 2022 People who are struggling with long-term problems may feel as if their sufferings will go on forever. But for my children, there is every reason to be hopeful, even while circumstances remain dark, just as the night sometimes seems terribly long, yet always ends in dawn, so your journey through this world, no matter how long and hard it seems, will definitely end in glory. 
from Psalm 130, 5 through 6. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in his word I put my hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. And from Isaiah 60, 19, the sun shall be more your light, shall be no more your light by day, for brightness shall the moon give you light. But the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. And before you turn out the light tonight, watch for the morning, because relief is on its way. And every day, that relief comes to your doorstep in the form of a knock. And you choose whether to answer it or whether to not answer it. But if you answer it, then you are receiving the free gift of God, which is grace and mercy. All right, folks, please, if you're watching the show and you're wearing your hat, I'll ask that you remove your hat. And let's give the Lord some due respect as we say our prayers to the Lord today. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The power and the glory forever. Ever And I got to say, folks, today, in between the, uh, both the morning and the night show, I got an opportunity to call some of our Live from America uh, viewers and listeners. And it's always a blessing to talk to each and every one of you. Thank you to those who answered the phone. And thank you to all of you who are joining in on Live from America tonight here on Real America's Voice News. Let's take our first commercial break, and we'll be back right after this. Stay tuned. What a day, what a day, what a day. Let's talk to you folks. Let's jump over to Getter real quick. I know I have not been given Getter the due, the due time that it deserves. We've got a lot of people watching on Getter. It looks like we've got 200 people, and I will ask that you on Getter also repost. It's very quick and very easy to repost right from Getter, but we've got Brian Hoover watching who says, Amen, brother. We've got Brian Tharp. We've got Ruby Hines. Sherry2032 is watching. How are you doing, Sherry? Thank you for coming on tonight. Bree K, she says, the sun is shining and the birds are singing. Tweedledee, love it. We've got LFA producer in the chat comments, both on Getter, on Facebook, and on Rumble. So make sure you give our shout out to the uh, Real America's Voice Live from America producer. Uh, who's been doing a heck of a job here. I'd also like to inform you that we raised $900, a little bit more than $900 earlier um, for, uh, for, the, for, for, for bills and the wheelchair, whatever else that she needs. And we also raised uh, around 700 and some odd dollars uh, for Donnie and things that he's going through. So all together, after you know Rumble's percentage was taken out and everything, we raised, folks, Almost $2,000 to help people out today. And I think that's incredible. Uh, The reason why we don't do it every single day is it's really hard for all of us to just continue to chip in every day. We don't want to deplete the the Slurp Fund. Um, But if we do it once, twice a week, three times a week, I think that we can really... I mean, we're already going to smash 
the goal of set, of helping people with $40,000 this year. We're already going to smash that goal. That's going to be, I guarantee you folks, that's going to be uh, achieved by the six-month mark of the year. We wanted to do $40,000 worth of help for the whole year, and I think it's going to be done in the first six months. That is how powerful God is, and that is the greatness of God when he gives far more than you could ever imagine or hope for. Your cup overfloweth. That's a great thing. That is an amazing thing. All right, so let's... <clears throat> I think that's, I, I agree with you, Terry. That is great. We're, we're going to, like I told you, we are already approaching the $20,000 mark. I mean, by next week, we'll have already, we'll have already raised and given away over $20,000 collectively together. It, it's great. It's a wonderful thing to see. It really is. And uh, this is what we're talking about, bringing hope and joy. Bringing hope and joy to the world. We'll do it one person at a time, right? Let's come back from this uh Commercial break, and let's get right into the good news. We've got good news to start off the first and foremost section, and I want to give you guys good news, so let's go ahead and do it. You're locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and it's an honor to be here with you guys. Thank you very much to everybody joining in our first and foremost section tonight. We're going to start off by giving good news, and it's nice, isn't it? It's nice to start the show with good news and end the show with good news. Start and end with good news. News. You know, I was talking to somebody today who, um, who's a viewer of the show. We'll call people every now and then if we have your number. And uh, one thing he said to me, he goes, you know, I was watching the Real America's Voice coverage of the Trump rally the other day. He said, and he goes, it was like night and day. I flipped it over to Real America's Voice News. He goes, I saw Ben Berkwam at the Trump rally. Cutting a rug, dancing with people, singing, having a blast. He goes, every time I go to Real America's Voice News, you guys are doing something interesting or you're doing something fun or you're showing Real America. He goes, every time I switch back over to any of the mainstream media outlets just to see what they're doing, he goes, it's like a funeral. It's like a snore fest. And I said, that's the difference. And that is why people are flocking to RAV. Here we go. Put your uh, cups up for our first slurp of the evening. And let's get into the good news. President Donald J. Trump's leadership, not only over the Republican Party, but his dominance over the Democrat Party is getting stronger. He is, leave, he is leaving the pack behind already. And I'm, again, I'm not only talking about his dominance over Democrats. I'm talking about his dominance over Republicans and the Republican Party. It's only getting bigger, bigger by the numbers bigger by the dollars, bigger by the crowd size, bigger by the energy. And if anybody out there is trying to dismiss that, they're absolutely deaf, blind, or stupid, or all three, okay? Because if you don't see it or hear it, you got to be crazy or you're just not looking on purpose. Check this out. President Trump leads both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in a 2024 Harvard-Harris poll. And who comes in second place if Donald Trump were to not run? It is Governor Ron DeSantis. Now let's get into the story and let's read it. Looking for a reason to regain some faith in the American voting populace in a new poll. From solidly left-leaning Harvard and polling partner Harris, Donald Trump, ready for this, is out to an early lead in a hypothetical matchup between himself against both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Should she end up being the Democrat nominee? 
I guarantee you neither of them are going to be because they know it's going to be an absolute slaughtering given the fact that they're not going to be able to cheat like they did last time. They polled nearly 2,000 people across the nation. Again, this is a left-leaning poll. Keep that in mind. Trump leads Biden 47 to 41. That is a six-point swing. A six-point swing 14 months after Joe Biden took the White House and he's already done that bad of a job. Again, this is a left-leaning, so it's probably more like 10 points, but let's give him the benefit of the doubt, and it's a six-point swing. And that margin, margin widens when you put Donald Trump up against Kamala Harris because Trump enjoys, enjoys a 49 to 38. That is a, uh, an 11-point lead advantage over uh, Kamala Harris, which you know that's probably really a 20-point lead, Okay. Should Trump not run or not get back into office somehow, this is just, this is a hypothetical from this poll, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis becomes the heir apparent and is running in a statistical tie with Joe Biden despite the less name recognition. Former President Trump is destroying his competition both in the Democratic Party and in the Republican Party. Um, The poll, while very early, portends trouble for the Democrats in their 2024 effort to to maintain control of the White House. Now, I want to stop right here, and I just want to tell you that when you look at these kind of polls, whether you believe polls or not, what you have to understand is what's the collateral damage of being down 6 or 11 points? 6 or 11 points. Well, the collateral damage is your party. It isn't just you. It's what you represent. And you represent, as the, as the president, the entire Democratic Party. So if the polls are this, far, are this far apart now for one individual, imagine what they are for the party. That is the important thing here. It's, what, it's the country shifting from Democrat to Republican. It's the country shifting from independent to Republican merely based on Joe Biden's brand alone. Whether, you, whether he meant to or whether he didn't, whether the Democrats meant to or whether they didn't, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi are the face of the Democratic Party and they are the branding of the Democratic Party. So when anybody sees the, 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 the letter D in front of somebody's name, they're going to automatically associate them with Joe Biden. That is why this is amazing. Trump has repeatedly hinted that he's considering another bid for the presidency and remains deeply popular among the GOP conservative base. Not only that, Trump has his own base. It's not just the GOP conservative base. Trump has his own base. So not only that, folks, it's not only Trump destroying them in the polls, but check this out. This is going to blow your mind. The super PAC for Donald J. Trump already has raised $110 million, and that is more than the DNC and the RNC combined. The DNC has raised $52 million. The RNC has raised $45 million. President Trump has raised $110 million alone. Well, I shouldn't say alone. It's because of all of us. And that doubles both of them together. So if you want to understand the power of President Trump right now, as, he, as it relates to the Democrat and the Republican Party and the dominance he has over cash on hand 
it's not even in the same realm. So ladies and gentlemen, not only get ready for President Trump part two, but get ready for that red wave, the 100 seats for 100 years that everybody's talking about. Now, I want to highlight another fighter for us in Washington, D.C., and that is Representative, I should say Congressman, Matt Gates from the great state of Florida. Matt Gates today made the FBI look absolutely foolish and exposed the FBI for exactly what they are, nothing but biased political hacks for the Democratic Party. Today, the assistant director for the FBI Cyber Division was grilled by Matt Gates about the Hunter Biden laptop story. And wait till you see how Matt Gates dropped the mic on this guy today. So where is it? The laptop. Sir, I'm not here to talk about the laptop. I'm here to talk about the FBI cyber program. You are the assistant director of FBI cyber. I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is. Where is it? Sir, I don't know that answer. That is astonishing to me. Is, has, has FBI cyber assessed whether or not Hunter Biden's laptop could be a point of vulnerability, allowing America's enemies to hurt our country? Sir, the FBI cyber program is based off of what's codified in Title 18, or um, Title 18, Section 1030, a code which talks about computer intrusions, right, using nefarious intent. Network well, you've talked about passwords here. I mean, Hunter Biden's password on his laptop was Hunter 02. He drops it off at a repair store. I'm holding the receipt from Max Computer Repair, where in December 2019, they turned over this laptop to the FBI. And what now you're telling me right here is that as the assistant director of FBI Cyber, you don't know where this is after it was turned over to you three years ago. Yes, sir, that's an accurate statement. How are Americans supposed to trust that you can protect us from the next colonial pipeline if it seems that you can't locate a laptop that was given to you three years ago from the first family, potentially creating vulnerabilities for our country? Sir, it's, it's not in the purview of my investigative responsibilities. But, but that is shocking that, that you wouldn't, as the assistant director of cyber, know whether or not there are international business deals, kickbacks, shakedowns that are on this laptop that would make the first family suspect to, to some sort of compromise. Mr. Assistant Director, have you assessed whether or not the first family is compromised as a result of the Hunter Biden laptop? Sir, as a representative of the FBI cyber program, it is not in the realm of my responsibilities to deal with the questions that you're asking me. Ha has anyone at FBI cyber been asked to make assessments whether or not the laptop creates a point of vulnerability? Sir, we have multiple lines of investigative responsibility in the FBI. They're all available in public source. Well, I would think you'd know this one. I mean, I would blah, think blah, that if blah, 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 Look, look, look. His answers sound like blah, blah, blah. Matt Gates goes on to continue to grill him, to continue to ask him kindergarten-level um, questions. The guy either could not answer or did not want to answer them. Either way, unfit to be where he is unfit to be answering any questions that he doesn't seem to know the answer to. And ladies and gentlemen, you got to give it to Matt Gates. You got to give it to Matt Gates. He did once again what so many times he and, and, and people like Jim Jordan and, and, and many others have done before, and that is make our elite divisions of government look like absolute clowns. So...
Charity Award of the Day goes to Representative Matt Gates for doing his job, representing the people the way the people want him to uh, represent them, and for having a backbone when it comes to this illegitimate government that we continue to be fooled by. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway... Take another quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I don't want you to go anywhere. I want you to stay right here, right here, while they go pay bills. We'll be right back right after this. Woo-wee. Wow. I guess, so I, <laughs> it's, it's incredible, isn't it? I don't know anything. What do you mean you don't know anything? You are the assistant director of cyber at the FBI. You don't have any idea where the laptop is. Nope. You don't have any idea if Joe Biden and the Biden family is, is compromised, the Biden crime family. You have no idea if they're compromised. Nope. Do you have any idea if the stuff that's on the Hunter Biden laptop compromises the United States of America as it pertains to Russia, the number one cyber, uh, cyber hacking uh, attackers in the, on the planet? Nope. Don't know that. So basically, you know diddly squat for your job. Yep, basically. And the guy, and here's the thing, here's the thing, that, uh, that, uh, that FBI agent was so stupid that he's like, yes, that's, that's a true statement. So he's saying, you don't know where the laptop is. Yes, that's a true statement. You don't know if it compromises the first family. Yes, that's a true statement. So you don't know anything. Yes, that's a true statement. <laughs> oh, I can't wait until Papa comes home, takes off his belt. And let's all of you have it. And I'm talking about Trump. Jeremy, you never answer my emails. Lisa Van Bokel, I need help with the online job site. Thank you. Matter of fact, uh, we answered that today. So you might want to check your email. We've actually answered it three times. And it might be going to another folder of your email. Because we actually answered that today. And I'm assuming it's about the America Strong page. But make sure you check your email because we have answered that. Um, Jill here from Indiana, powerful show. Well, thank you, Jill. Thank you very much. Are you new to the show or have you been here quite uh, a while? We are smarter than third or fifth grader, but he is not. Amen. He is full blown idiot. Yes, that's a true statement, says Tori Hutch. Shared on Truth Social. Ah, you luckies. I can't get on Truth Social yet. Jeremy. You need to try the coffee I sent. Well, the coffee you sent is still sitting up on my, um, on my shelf in there. The reason why I don't like to drink all the coffee that everybody sends is because if I drink it, I have to throw it away then. And I want to keep it up there for like an heirloom, you know what I mean, <laughs> as, a, as like a gift. Um, so, hey, we got a New Hampshire. We've got a fellow New Hampshireite in the house, Dana Quebb. God bless you. Where are you from? Where at, where at in New Hampshire? All right, let's get back to the show. Get rid of these commercial breaks. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. I don't think I'd be anywhere else, as a matter of fact, because I'm all about partnerships with people who are loyal and people who love the United States of America. And hence why I didn't go join any of the other uh, networks that, that offered me a spot on their show. And they were offering to pay me. But Real America's Voice News was my home because I felt right. I felt they were patriots. Speaking of another patriot... I got a promo code with a Patriot that I'm partnered with named Mike Lindell as well. If you go to my pillow right now, uh, the Giza Dream Sheets are fifty or are twenty nine ninety nine as low as twenty nine ninety nine, and the dog beds are fifty 
20% off with the promo code LFA for Live from America. So if you go there and you do shop and help Mike out, help us out here as we get a kickback from that if you put in the promo code, and we appreciate that. All right. So as we spoke earlier, briefly on the 11 o'clock show about the January 6th unselect committee moving to hold uh, Trump aides Dan Scavino and Peter Navarro in contempt for not showing up to their illegitimate and illegal request to come and get in front of them so that they can grill you and then try to hold you in, con- in, 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 in some kind of uh, contempt for perjury. Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino said, look, we're not playing your game. We're not coming and playing your little yellow Teletubby game, Liz Cheney, you warmongering loser. As far as you, Adam Kinzinger, stop biting at our ankles. We're not coming and giving you the show for that day. Now, while I do applaud people like Roger Stone and others who went in there and just pled the fifth, I also applaud people who are not going to give in to their demands and play their stupid little silly clown meeting shit. It's the clown club. That's what it is. It's where people go to learn how to be clowns so they can go out into the world and actually make money at birthday parties, which is going to be the only place that people like Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, and others on that committee are going to be able to make money for the rest of their lives after Papa Trump comes home and kicks them all out. You know what I'm saying. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, I do applaud Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino for just giving them the proverbial middle finger and say, we're not coming. We're not part of your little sham stuff. Do what you got to do and we'll see you in court. Okay, Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino. Now, if you don't know who Dan Scavino is, he was the one that was basically uh, shadowing President Trump throughout his presidency, documenting everything. And he was also on his staff for other advice and other things like that. Also, Peter Navarro, another Trump aide. You've seen him on the war room a million times. The guy's a genius. He's ahead of everything. And he if he had it his way, Tony, the rat face Fauci would be rotting in Guantanamo Bay for the rest of his life. Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino did not provide any documents to the House panel and refused to show up for their depositions. The full House of uh, Representatives will now choose whether they will consider voting to hold Navarro and Scavino in contempt. The House committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol on Monday voted to advance contempt of Congress proceedings against two top aides to former President Trump, teeing up possible prosecution by the Department of Justice. Ooh, we're so scared. All you have to do is go dressed up as a mom or a dad, and they'll run away with their tail between their legs because that's how much of a weak coward Merrick Garden Gnome Garland and the rest of his merry band of losers at the DOJ actually are. The contempt report against Dan Scavino, Trump's former deputy chief of staff for communications, and Peter Navarro, former Trump trade advisor, will now move to the full house, which must take up for consideration the third and fourth censure of former Trump officials who have defied the committee. Scavino was subpoenaed by the committee given his proximity to President Trump on the day of the attack, as well as his efforts promoting the pro-Trump rally the day uh, that day and his reported participation in multiple conversations about challenging the election. From now on, folks, we're not going to call it the attack. We're not going to call it the insurrection because it definitely wasn't that. And we're not going to call it the riot. We're going to call it the FBI sting of January 6th. From now on, if I mess up, remind me in the social media comment threads, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not a riot. It's not an attack. It was an FBI sting. Okay. Navarro 
was sought after wading into multiple efforts to promote uh, his, quote, baseless claims of election fraud in the 2020 contest, including working with former White House strategist Stephen Bannon to delay Congress's certifications of the results. Ooh, you know what? If these losers in the unselect committee could just have five minutes alone in a room with Steve Bannon, with Peter Navarro, with Dan Scavino, with President Trump handcuffed, these people would be viciously beating them and torturing them. That is how bloodthirsty and disgusting the left is. The January 6th panel has already criminally referred Steve Bannon to the Department of Justice and voted to hold Mark Meadows in contempt. Ooh, we're so scared. We're so scared of the January 6th unselect committee. All it does, folks, is when they, when they do this, they pick on the wrong people. And they bring the wrong fight that they do not want because these people have been biting. They've been biting at the, uh, at their, at their, just waiting. Biting at the, at the chops to get ready to, for a chance to fight the January 6th unselect committee. And when they get into an actual court of law with these people, then they can have uh, access to the, uh, to the documents in order to defend themselves properly that we are not given access to right now. So all I got to say is keep bringing the fight, Liz Cheney. Keep building. You're, you, all you're doing is you're building a case against yourself. That's all you're doing. Everything that you do against President Trump, against MAGA, and everybody else is only going to blow up in your face just like everything else the Democrats try to do. The only thing they were ever good at accomplishing was stealing an election. And they're not even going to get away with that. But either way. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. Goes to the January 6th Unselect Committee. And they deserve it over and over and over again. Okay? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to talk about... Something else the January 6th uh, Select Committee is upset about. They have, well, they're, they're pushing the narrative. Let's just say this. They're pushing the narrative that seven hours worth of call logs and other reports that they want access to is all of a sudden just disappeared. It's all of a sudden just disappeared. So what does that mean? Well, there's seven hours that they didn't have any access. They have no access. They have no, they have no anything. When it comes to any calls or any kind of other communications that was made by email or burner phones or anything else from the White House on the day of January 6th, there's, there's 457 minutes that there are no records for. And the January 6th committee is big mad. I mean, they are so mad over this. You would think that they're about as mad as Disney not being able to sexualize your eight years, your eight year old anymore and turn them into pedophiles. That's how mad they are. Okay, the January 6th committee leaked internal White House records on Trump call logs, probing what they're calling a possible cover up because of a seven hour gap in calls. Basically, what you're about ready to hear is that there was nothing in those seven hours. So because there was nothing, the January 6th uh, committee says there had to have been something. And because they said there had to have been something, then that means there must be a cover up by the Trump administration. That's what they're saying. Okay, according to call logs obtained by who? The Washington Post, the WAPO and CBS News. The committee has no records for 457 minutes 
on January 6th, 2021, or from the hours between 11.17 a.m. and 6.54 p.m. Now, recall, let's go back a little bit. The National Archives, if you remember this, about two and a half, three months ago, turned over 11 pages of Trump's daily activities and call logs to the January 6th panel. Okay? Actually, that was in January of this year when that happened. The January 6th committee is now searching for burner phones and back channels that Trump may have used on that day. So, ladies and gentlemen, basically what they're mad at is that there's nothing that they, they have during that time. So their narrative and what they're spinning to the media is that President Trump must have done something wrong. He must have been on some kind of burner phone or back channel because we don't have records of those seven hours. But let me just tell you this, folks. Why do you think Joe Biden goes to Delaware every weekend? Joe Biden goes to Delaware every weekend so he doesn't have to have call logs, so he doesn't have to have visitor logs, so he can hide out and do illegal and criminal things from Delaware, which is why he and his wife are building a bigger wall around their house. They want that Hillary Clinton vibe. They want that vibe of having uh, servers in their basement. They want that vibe of literally committing crimes from their Biden crime family home in Delaware from behind their wall that doesn't work to keep bad guys out, apparently. So they don't have to have these call logs and they don't have to have these records. While we all know that President Trump was working day and night in that White House and on Air Force One. And they just can't stand that somebody outworked them, outsmarted them, and will hold them accountable for every one of their crimes that they committed on this United States of America from November 2020 until now. And they've also set the precedent where we can go back because executive privilege just doesn't exist anymore. We'll be right back right after this. Woo, woo, woo. The WAPO is good for lining bird cages. That's probably about it. That is probably about it. You ain't lying. They're mad because they can't find anything. The FBI cyber guy should be able to find it. <laughs> Ah, get him on the case, right? He's a cyber guy. Good call. Good call. We need to tear down their wall, Larry Ria says. We should, we should, you know what? A bunch, a bunch of uh, patriots should go to Joe Biden's Delaware home, or at least as far as they can get to it. You know what I mean? Not for violence, but just to be, just to play over loudspeaker Ronald Reagan's speech of tear down this wall. Hey, thank you, Lisa. God bless you. I appreciate that. I really do. I want to do a better job for you guys every single day of the week. You know what I mean? I want to get better at the show. I want the show to look better. I want the show to be better. And Eli and I do literally work from, I mean, I'm here at seven in the morning and I don't leave until seven in the evening, but that doesn't mean that we're not working at home and after hours. And we're working constantly to make sure that we continue to bring the best production we possibly can. So I appreciate that. I really do. I do. Um, so tired of all of this crap. I, I agree. IW Connor says, that's funny, Jeremy. Well, at least we can have a laugh. Hey, I'm going to tell you this right now. You don't want to leave the show at the end of the show. I'm going to play something so edgy. I might even get in trouble from real America's voice news for playing it. And it's going to bring a laugh. So you don't want to leave that. You don't want to leave before the end. Be careful, Jeremy. We don't want the FBI to visit you again. Ah, who cares? Who cares? They don't have anything. They can visit me all they want. They don't have anything. They never will. I don't break the law. I don't break the law, okay? I abide by the law, okay? Okay. 
<laughs> I see you guys. There's a lot of donations coming in again um, for our LFA family members. I'll check those out after the show, and I'll apply those to, the, to uh, what we're already sending them because I am sending them out a check tomorrow, okay? All right, let's come back from this commercial break. And you are watching Real America's Voice News. This is live from America, and I'm Jeremy Harrell. And we're going to get right back into it because before the break, we were talking about crimes that were being hidden by the Biden crime family by constantly going to Delaware so they don't have to have visitor and call logs. Meanwhile, they're trying to create and manufacture a crime that never even happened and that nobody even knows anything about because they don't have seven hours of call logs from President Donald J. Trump. So I figured we'd highlight some more real crimes that are going on in our White House. So let's do that right now. I don't know. How about like a former Google CEO indirectly paying the salaries of two high official White House staff members in the White House? How about that? I mean, Mark Zuckerberg already paid millions of dollars into the Democratic Party and, fr- and fraudulently bribed people with millions of dollars so that the Democrats could win. George Soros is already dumping in millions and millions of dollars into the Democrat Party, and he's able to do so. I don't know how. So let's go and talk about how former uh, Google CEO also played a part in stealing elections and working behind the scenes against patriots and President Donald J. Trump. Because we just found out that a big tech CEO used his foundation to influence the Biden White House. And we're talking about former Google CEO. Eric Schmidt, his uh, charity foundation indirectly paid the salaries of two White House employees. This included the current chief of staff, Mark Adenoff, who is one of the most powerful officials in the office of the White House today. In total, at least a dozen employees of the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy are former associates of Schmidt. All right. Now, as President Joe Biden granted his science office unprecedented access and power, one outside advisor to that office has attained what staffers describe as an unusual level of influence. A, fo- a foundation controlled by Eric Schmidt, the multi-billionaire from uh, former CEO of Google, has played an extraordinary albeit private, role in shaping the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy over the past year. More than a dozen officials in the 140-person White House office have been associates of Schmidt's, including some current and former Schmidt employees, according to interviews with current and former staff members and internal emails obtained by Politico. Schmidt maintained a close relationship with the president's former science advisor, Eric Lander, and the other Biden appointees, and his charity arm, Schmidt Futures, indirectly paid the salaries of two science office employees, including for six weeks, that the current chief of staff, Mark Adenoff, who is now one of the most senior officials in the office following Lander's resignation in February, The chief innovation officer at Schmidt Futures OSTP alum, Tom Khalil, also remained on Schmidt's payroll while working as an unpaid consultant at the office, uh, the science office for four months last year until he left the post following ethics complaints. 
When will the GOP stand up to big tech oligarchs working hand in hand with the corrupt Democrat officials and the corrupt people in charge at the highest echelon of our government? When will the GOP stop being afraid to do anything about it? I'll tell you when. When we purge out the garbage. When we take out the trash. I'm talking about Mitch McChina. I'm talking about Kevin McCoward. I'm talking about Ronna McDaniel. I'm talking about Mom Jeans Mitt Romney. I'm talking about Lindsey Graham. I'm talking about Dan Crenshaw. I'm talking about Lisa Murkowski. I'm talking about, can I go on and on and on? Because I will. Because I will. We all know those people that I just mentioned are nothing but rhino pieces of trash who have no place in our new Republican Party because that's exactly what it is. So either get on, much like the 2016 Trump train, or get out of the way before we mow you over and you're nothing but collateral damage in the wake of Democrat losers that we run over to take this country back for the United States of America and its citizens. Can I get an amen? We are sick and tired of people treating us like crap on both sides, and we will purge this two-party system, and from the ashes will rise what the founding fathers wanted it to be. And that's not me saying that. That's about 200 million Americans strong saying that. And we have no problem saying it out loud and loud enough for those in the back who are sitting there like this, la, 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 to hear. Now, ladies and gentlemen, do you know what Project 65 is? Project 65 is something that right now is an active war behind the scenes on President Donald J. Trump that nobody is talking about, but that is very, very real. Project 65 is an actual war right now seeking to literally destroy and kill all Trump Lawyers, not kill them physically, but kill their careers by canceling them. The progressive left's latest move to destroy America is going after President Trump's attorneys. That's what's going on, folks. Um, this is an incredible story. Let me just really let me just let me try to get into it the best I can, okay? When the left wants something, you can be sure that the limitless streams of money will soon, soon pour forth to fund their destructive crusade on either Americans or people around the world. Recently, Axios profiled something significant that you might have missed, and that is Project 65, a new initiative funded by millions in dark money to destroy as many Trump-affiliated lawyers as possible so Trump does not have the resources to fight anybody legally in court, Because their goal is to either punish those who did represent him or scare off the ones that could represent him. At the retail level, Project 65's purpose is to file bar complaints against 111 lawyers wherever they are licensed. At the wholesale level, it seeks to amend state bar rules so that no lawyers with a sense of self-preservation will ever again want to bring election-related contests on on behalf of President Trump or any other populist conservative candidate. According to Project 65, everyone secretly knows that elections in Atlanta, Chicago, and Philly are entirely above board, so any legal challenges to them must be in bad faith. Um, 
The Chicago corruption of Mayor Daley in the 1960 presidential election is an old wives' tale. Election fraud in America simply doesn't exist. Of course, some expectations exist and some exceptions as well. For Democrat complaints, for Democrat complaints of voter fraud, of course, don't expect Project 65 to file bar complaint anytime soon against losing candidates like Stacey Abrams over her frequent claims to be the legitimate governor of, of, of Georgia. Project 65 is led by a na- led by a man. Uh, by the name of David Brock, the founder of Media Matters for America and the Super PAC America Bridge 21st Century. Okay, Brock is still on his lifelong quest to explain his decades of old sin of writing The Real Anita Hill, a book uh, attacking the credibility of Clarence Thomas's harassment uh, accuser. Brock will be joined by an advisory board that includes former Senate Majority uh, Leader Tom Daschle, Clinton affiliate Melissa Moss, and Republican Paul Rosenweig. So, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't just the Democrats. It isn't just the progressives. They're working with Republicans to do whatever they can to go after and cancel culture the lawyers that represent Donald J. Trump. Isn't that something? These people are the scum of the earth. They are the low of the low. And, ladies and gentlemen, they won't get away with it. Like I said, Everything that they do will backfire on them. All of the shadiness that they do in the depths of night and behind closed doors will come back to haunt them because you can't be God and that's whose side we are all on today. Scum, people. Scum of the earth. But you know what? If it wasn't for places like Real America's Voice News, if it wasn't for people like Steve Bannon, myself, and many others, the world would never know. So let's give glory to God for that. And we'll be right back. All right, folks, we got one more little segment here. And I cannot wait to show you this video. I'm so glad you stayed with me because this video is going to make you laugh, laugh, laugh. It's, and it might offend some people. It might offend some people, but that's what jokes are all about. Hey, I see Freddie. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on with Freddie? Freddie, 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 where are you, brother? I see a lot of people are saying what, that they're happy for you, so I don't know what that means. But, Freddie, thank you very much for coming back and letting us know how your faith is growing. It looks like that's where it is. It looks like that's what you're saying, that your faith is growing or that you are uh, embracing your faith somehow. I'll tell you what, that's got to be one of the best stories we have here on Life from America. That's got to be one of the best stories. Keeping our arms open and our hearts open for somebody who, who definitely, definitely needed it. And look now. And look now. Keep preaching the truth, Jeremy. I'll try. No, I definitely will. It was Freddie's plan all along. He's the most popular on here. <laughs> nah. No, I definitely seen a change in Freddie. I don't see him on here, but hey, God bless you, brother. God bless you. All right, let's come back from this. You're really going to love this. You are really going to love this. Here we go. All right, folks, how you doing? Thank you very much. I appreciate you staying here with me. Uh, it's, it's late in some parts of the world. Look, um... Jokes and comedians have been under attack ever since PC, protective, I mean, protective, uh, political, p- 
political correctness started becoming a thing in the early 2000s. Political correctness then led to what we now know as cancel culture over years and years of not being able to take a joke and not being able to, to, to differentiate between a comedian telling a joke and somebody who's homophobic or somebody who's transphobic, okay? Jokes and comedians have been under attack for quite some time, all right? But here on Live from America, we like to joke. We like to laugh. We also don't care about being canceled. Cancel is our middle name. So this might get us, um, some people might be mad at this, but I'm going to play it anyway because I think it's funny. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the latest video from Babylon B. Talk making fun of our military and how our military's gone completely woke. (laughs) You know what? I'll just let you be the judge. Here is the end of the show that should put a smile on your face. Check it out. The United States military is a guiding light leading the world to democracy and freedom. But if we want this beacon of truth and justice to shine, we need to remain army strong. And that means diversity. From gender reveal grenades and fabulous pride uniforms to our new pronoun dog tags. We're leading the way in both killing power and inclusivity. We're even training our soldiers to defend against violent misgendering from enemy forces. Excuse me, sir. Ah, it is ma'am! You! An updated, more inclusive exercise regimen and bridge a woman so no one feels left out. And more supportive drill sergeants who are completely judgment-free. You're special just the way you are. Don't let anyone tell you any different. You are beautiful at any size! Your two moms are proud of you! (laughs) Enemies of America, you've been warned. We're strong. We're army strong. We're slaying. Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Why hit me so Stop! Stop! Hey, you gotta love jokes. You gotta love them. I think that's great. Shout out to Babylon B. And hey, if you can't take a joke, well then get out of the conversation. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Hey, I want to give a big shout out to Amanda Head and John Solomon for their exclusive interview with President Donald J. Trump at Mar-a-Lago here on Real America's Voice News. I want to give a big shout out to every single one of you. And I want to say thank you for joining in tonight, folks. Remember, There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, and keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you want more Live from America, or if you want to donate to the show, seeing how we're completely viewer-funded, or if you want some good MAGA gear, some good uh, armor of God clothing, or you want to listen to some good music, then go to JeremyHarrell.com, and if you or anybody you know needs a Bible, sign up today, and also sign up for the newsletter. God bless each and every one of you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a great night.